Welcome in the Game Aesthetic, episode 123. I'm Alex Light, uh, back in the saddle after a couple weeks off. Uh, definitely missed the show and missed the boys. Boys, you guys did phenomenal in your two weeks. I enjoyed both episodes that I listened to. How you guys doing? I missed you guys. I'm doing good. It's welcome to be back. I don't have to care about the seat anymore. That's true. That's true. This seat sucks, doesn't it? A little. It does. I need a new chair over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got John over here. He's the best guy now. John, how are you? Well... Last week, Zach took the camera away from me because I, 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 was, I noticed that I was very confused. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. That first week, even though he had the cameras, I was still he clicking was, it on the screen. I he, noticed he was still doing it because I. It's like it's there. I'm not used to it. I forgot it was there. Yeah, like I think I, I remembered it towards the end because I just looked at him and went. I oh, think when we, were, when we were ending the show, I went. Which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was funny when I was watching throughout the show where I could tell where John forgot because it's like it's stuck on Zach and John's talking. And I even see Zach like looking at John. I see Zach look down at the monitor and I see his arm move <laughs> to turn the camera. Uh, no, you guys did great, though. You guys did great. Great episodes. Appreciate you boys. Happy to be back and back on the show. Um, I'm looking forward to this episode because the game that John's been dreading has now come out. There was a wonderful conversation that was had before we started playing this. I'm so ready to listen to this. I've not been looking forward to that for like months. (laughs) The Adventures of Wulong Adventures featuring Zach and John. I may join in on these adventures. We'll see. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing about this. I've learned, don't just make a fucking overarching statement like ah oh, if it's on game pass i'll play it <laughs> <laughs> then you get stuck in this situation so definitely looking forward to hearing about I that hate these type of games well <laughs> zach 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 literally just pulled you by the ankles and just drug you with him like you're playing this game with me pretty much <laughs> so i'm looking forward to hearing about it and then of course we did have the pokemon presents earlier this week Overall, pretty lackluster presents, in my opinion, but we'll get into that later. Uh, and then, uh, honestly, one conversation that we usually don't really dive into anymore. It kind of ends off like a weekly wrap-up. We actually have a pretty major update with this Sony-Microsoft stuff with Activision Blizzard. To the extent where Sony could be sitting there, like, maybe scratching their head a little bit, like, hey, is that 10-year deal still, like, on the table? Is that good? Because this is actually a pretty major update that could really backfire on Sony, so... We'll chat about that later on in the show. But if you could, first and foremost, uh, make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you're listening or watching, as well as go over to Rogue Energy. Use our referring demo. They did launch the new hydration flavors recently uh, of strawberry bubblegum and rainbow candies. Zach got some strawberry bubblegum. Let us try. It's delicious. I love it. It's actually a lot better than I thought it would. Since it was bubblegum, I didn't think I would like it that much. It is actually a lot um, lighter than I was expecting it, but it may also just be because it's a hydration flavor as well. Yeah, yeah. Because usually like anything like bubblegum related drinks, like I've never like especially like energy drinks i've never liked yeah but this is actually pretty solid but it is hydration like you said now this is actually pretty good uh, i'm looking forward to trying the rainbow candy one at some point that's, too that's probably gonna be the one i get i'm yeah. just having to wait till payday yeah i've got a i've got a cart filled up right now of stuff that i want i know that uh, you got the momo shaker 2.0 yeah yeah shout out to that that limited run as soon as i saw that pop up i'm like well here we go again i know are you gonna buy it too probably okay yeah. <laughs> you gotta go full circle with that uh, and then, of course, go down to Agent Inc. and make sure to check out our jerseys because they are sick, and we would definitely appreciate that extra support. Uh, go ahead and turn down the music now, and we can kind of go and get stuff. You know, do everything else. Link down in the description below for our website, Discord, and more. Uh, boys, anything you guys want to shout out before uh, you guys just do your thing with Wulong? Anything we need to shout out? Um, for anyone who knows about it and is interested, Hyenas is currently actually in a uh, closed, I think it's actually an alpha test this weekend. 
Okay. What? Hyenas is an anti-grav first-person shooter. Oh, okay. You lost me. <laughs> also, it's PvP. With a PvE mode that's being tested this week. End. Okay. It's one of those random alpha beta things I got into. Right, right. Okay. Uh, I don't... One of, one of the many. I don't know the dates off the top of my head. I'm, I'm thinking April, like around April 13th. We do have the announcement of another dark and darker closed beta test. Hey, there we go. Or they call it closed beta test. All you have to do is request access. And you yeah. Get. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they're they're no wanting problem. to do another <clears throat> another week worth weeks worth of testing on stuff before they fully go into early access. So they've already scheduled their next their next week long test. I will say when it comes to that, one thing that I'm looking forward to hearing with it is I'm looking forward to hearing the uh, the player count numbers because I feel like every time you've talked about it, it's continuously gone up every single time they've yeah. done these tests. Uh, this past time, the this past time uh, in beginning of February, it started on February sixth. Uh, it was constantly floating around a hundred thousand. I think it peaked. It I know it peaked at I think number four on Steam's most played, uh, like on a weekend, or yeah, over the weekend time. But yeah, yeah. So far, I mean, the first test I was in, I think it had somewhere around twenty thousand. The second, the second one I was in was somewhere between thirty and forty, and then this past one was over a hundred. And it was a fairly consistent, like, 100,000 playing. Nice. Nice, nice. Uh, definitely looking forward to hearing those numbers, especially as we get closer to the uh, full release later this year, in like Q3, Q4, whatever it was. Yeah. Which I, they, I was like, I, I, that, the more that, that I, I feel like you've talked about it, the more it started to be integrated into my timeline now, where I'm just seeing, like, all these notable streamers that are, like, diving into it and playing Like Harvest Stella? Be quiet. <laughs> that did flood my timeline <laughs> after you. Uh, but anyway, I'm I, you know, just seeing all these uh, notable streamers and YouTubers playing the game, bringing attention to it. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm thinking based on based on what they've been saying, they've been getting a lot of data from especially the massive influx of players that come in, and usually like they're still sorting through that, but. Always, like they have a Discord server where every time after a playtest happens, they compile all of the stats for it, for like as far as different character, like the different classes, the like the percentages of uh, of those played, percentages of mm -hmm. weapons, like different types of weapons and rarities. They they always post like a fifty like image, basically booklet in their Discord that breaks down all the stats after the playtest. Right. As well. So it is interesting to see all of that, that they are open to sharing all of that information as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It it could, <clears throat> I'd say it, it, the official release date could potentially get pushed back since uh, the initial thoughts at the end of last year were open beta in April and now we're looking at another test in April. Mm -hmm. So they could still do it. But I mean, as long as, as long as the open play test is happening, should be fine. Right. Okay, right on. Uh, I do have one thing that I, I wanted to shout out. Uh, it's not related to this show, but it's definitely related to the brand in general. Uh, very special shout out to the wonderful people over at BetStamps. Uh, they reached out to me recently for a paid partnership with uh, a terrible football show. But unfortunately, since Arkansas has their head up their asses when it comes to uh, sports gambling, obviously they we can't do anything with them. Rip. 
Yeah, uh, we had a, uh, you know, because that was, you know, once I got the emails about it, that was my first question is like, you know, I know we have a couple things here in the state, um, but, um, you know, but what it, all. It's still very new. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's not only that it's new, it's, it's we've talked about this on ATFS before. Uh, so if any sports fans are listening to the show right now, you can kind of get insight for this and just like, wow, that is unbelievable. It's the percentages that Arkansas has set up where it's like, I think 50 something percent of the money goes to the state. And to give in comparison, like Ohio is like 8%. Like that's the standard across the board. So definitely shout out to bed stamps. You know, we, uh, I had a really good conversation with them that uh, they've been listening to ATFS and uh, they've checked out some other bit of our content. And, you know, so, uh, you know, hoping to have a partnership with them in the future, whenever uh, our state will have their head out their ass. Nope. That will probably never happen, yeah. <laughs> Especially no. when you look at the two sports books we have, they're both based here. Like, yep, you know, yep. it'll probably <laughs> never happen, but fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed, because it was a very good conversation with Bet Sam. Shout out to the people over there. I do appreciate them reaching out. You guys are awesome. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and jump into some stuff. Um, uh, you guys have ventures, you know. Zach, you know, drug John out to the to the wilds Wait. of Wulong Fallen Dynasty. How's it going? Okay, let's I want I want to start off that. This game's character creation lets oh, you create they, some monsters. You get to be a weirdo if you want to. Okay. I'm, ar- I'm already in. I'm Our already characters in. are not okay. <laughs> They're not okay? Oh, no. I'm a decrepit 90-year-old man with gray twin twin tails. <laughs> I'm... That's the best way. I don't... He's the rejected Japanese member of KISS. Basically, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I've got an eye patch as well. <laughs> Yeah, they let you go nuts with like face paints, and t- if you if my armor was off too, my entire body is covered in tattoos. Yeah, I don't understand. Like it lets you. It's a real in depth character creation. It's one of those where I'm pretty sure you could do rendering face mo- remodels of like other game characters and possibly some celebrities. Yeah, because it's a fairly in depth one. Right. Yeah, because you can like four different features of the face and everything body types and everything you can create or you can select like the base shape of it but then you can go in and modify it like crazy no yeah. all right so deep uh, character creator i'm already in like that i'd like to hear that i love okay. a deep character creator okay i want to start off with with something okay so we started playing somewhere around about 6 30 6 30 okay you have to beat the tutorial like the tutorial mission where it teaches you how to play the game you have to beat that before, which ends in a boss fight, before you can go into co-op, what time do you think we started playing co-op? Uh, I'm going to guess 9 o'clock. About 9 o'clock. Oh, all right. It took me 45 minutes. It took me two and a half hours. Oh, no. <laughs> because there was a moment where I was ahead of John, and I went, oh, all right, cool, I beat... F- I beat the boss. Then it does a cutscene and went, oh shit, there's a phase two. There was a, <laughs> there's a point where he's talking about phase two and he's like, he's like, oh, I don't, the best I've done is like a quarter of phase two. And I'm over here like, oh, dude, I've done better than that. I never got to phase two by that point. I was like an hour in. <laughs> but oh, yeah, man. by the, I by I the time, you poor guy. By the time I got to the first level, I was missing the first level. I heard you go, it's like, oh, I beat him. What the fuck's happening? Oh shit! I never reached phase two. Uh, <laughs> I went mad. He got big as fuck. Another hour and a half later, it did, it did culminate in a. a, a it was great, a great sort of a, ending a moment. Great okay, ending, not like the accomplishment of I beat the boss, but Zach had been moved. He had moved on and kind of been going throughout the first level, exploring in that. Right, and uh, he heard me like starting to curse, and he's like. 
uh, oh, do you die again? I went, yeah. He goes, did you go back in there already? And I went, yeah. He goes, okay, well, next time you die, uh, don't jump back in there. I want to uh, try right something. Away. I want to try something. And then it's just silence. <laughs> and like a, a couple minutes later, he's like, he's like trying to ask me questions. He goes, he's like, John, are you, uh, are you alive? Are you dead? And then <laughs> like, I just erupt. I'm like, as if you thought I wasn't going to beat him on this attempt, you know, faith having bitch. <laughs> and like the, the cleanest run I've had the entire time. I know I basically no hit the first phase, barely got hit in the second phase and just ran over it. Like it was nothing. Right. <laughs> uh, that was by far the hardest part of that game for me. Okay, so it's, literally the hardest part for you has just been the tutorial. Yes. Yeah, okay. It so is way harder. You solely have to, the first time, as far as I'm aware, have to do it solo. Because as far as I could tell, there was no way to bring another player into it. But after that, I jumped into his game and went co-op, and it was so much easier. <laughs> well, so just playing the game solo is just difficult, is the bottom line. Just because it's well, like a Dark also, Souls game. Yeah, also, yeah. like the, the boss, I mean, if you're someone who plays these type of games, you won't have you won't spend as much time on it as I did. Uh, yeah, it's also an important thing to know for the listeners. Uh, not Souls players here. So yeah, yeah, let's, no. let's make I, that known now. I fucking <laughs> hate this type of game. <laughs> Normally, I stay away from it, and I have no want to play it. The like, when the demo it, came out, I was I played it for like an hour and was pissed the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I have any interest in it, because it was uh, well, Mega Force and Team Ninja working on it, and the, just this aesthetic and style of it. Because I have no interest in the regular Souls games. Right, yeah, true. But yeah, the, it's like... For someone who's played these type of games before, it won't... Dodging, like... Doing a, like a dodge away from something is basically fucking worthless. It really because is. Because it's like they have... They call it like a deflecting. It's basically parrying their attacks. It's like that's that's how you actually... Get, get anything out of the, done. Get anything done. You have to parry the attack, and then you get a second to attack them back, mm-hmm. or something before they can react. And maybe before you get down their attack patterns, you'll use the guard button, which I didn't find out there was a fucking guard until a tooltip appeared during one of the menus while I was respawning. Yeah, never <laughs> helped me. The tutorial doesn't tell you how to guard for a fucking second. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. They're not did, holding your hand. The guard didn't help me at all either. But uh, but yeah, the the boss fight. It, it it was so troublesome for me because one I don't play these types of games. Right. Two I'm bad at when I'm playing game games like this, like any sort of action combat. I kind of get into a button mashing phase. Okay, that's fair. Which me is too. horrible. You cannot yeah. button mash. You button mash, you die. Yeah. I, I said that a few times. Yes. Yeah. Because anytime I found myself button mashing again, I just repeat. I was like button mash die. A lot of times I just heard John say, just fucking kill me. Just end me. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like I would, start it, I would start it out, and if I, got, if I took enough damage to where I felt like I needed a heal in the first phase, I'd, I'd just sit there, I'd stop moving, I'd go, run it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. But uh, the, it's like the first boss in the tutorial, or like the ending boss of the tutorial, is designed to teach you like the parrying, like parrying and how the game mechanics work. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it is not easy for me. <laughs> yeah, if you're not a regular Souls player, it will definitely punish you. Because even there was a moment for me where I was just like playing through it, and I died a couple times, as I said. To get finished that first level, it did take me about 45 minutes from start opening cutscene to uh, 
ending cutscene of the, being the first boss, um, there was a moment where I was like, for people who are like casuals or not used to Souls games, I could very much see them getting to this point and that's just their entire game experience. They're done here. If you right. weren't waiting to play with me, I would not have beat it. <laughs> <laughs> he would have gave up. Yeah, he would have gave if, up. If it was me, like if we would have said, oh yeah, we'll beat this and then like play, we'll just join up afterwards, I wouldn't have played with you. Yeah. <laughs> just the fact that it he's sitting there in the call with me, just like waiting on me to beat it so we can start the co-op adventure. I'm like, all right, yeah, fuck, buckle down. <laughs> so it continues the trend. It continues on. the trend of me. I'm just dragged John <laughs> yes, along. Yes, literally just grabbed him by the the ankles and just like, come on, you're going, bud. Yeah. Um, but when you do beat it, when you do beat the the tutorial boss, you kind of just get launched straight into the game. Yeah, and you immediately get to a battle flag, which is kind of like your your checkpoint markers mm-hmm. throughout levels, kind of. Yeah. They, it has a whole thing. So um, just slightly backtracking and just the main like sort of setting and whatnot, it's taking place during the Three Kingdoms era in China. You're just some no-name, nameless soldier during the uh, Yellow Turban Rebellion era. And it's just an initial cutscene in first person of you fighting some Yellow Turbans, trying to help a village that's being attacked. You save some blindfolded boy and get stabbed in the process. And you come back to with some jade amulet or something on your around your neck now and the boy has has some weird magic that has rezzed you and saying that you need to survive and then it's your adventure with this blindfolded boy through the village learning the initial basic mechanics of the game fighting weapons car uh, deflecting vulnerability attacks or fatal strikes is what they're called accumulation to uh, the boss fight, which leads to you fighting one of the Yellow Turban leaders, you beating him once, then he consuming some energy it doesn't really explain at all, and him growing I, a fucking demonic arm. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly <clears throat> what he did. I'm not going to lie. The first few cutscenes, I just kind of skipped over. Yeah. He grows a demonic arm. You eventually beat him, and uh, you summon some spiritual dragon that swallows him and ends his ass. And then some black Taoist dude shows up, kills the blindfolded boy, turns the dragon, and then knocks your ass off a cliff. <laughs> oh, so I didn't, I didn't watch that. I didn't know that happened. <laughs> oh, you just skipped it? I was, I was just happy I beat him. <laughs> that was it for him. He was good. I was, I was happy yeah, he I was beat done. him. I was ready to move on from there. Here's also the fun <laughs> thing that was the difference between John and mine experience. I, I apparently found a cheat way to. In the boss fight early? Well, no, it's the intended way to do it. Is it? But the I didn't get a pop-up for it. Because, okay, yeah. So, Go ahead. <laughs> so while you're fighting one as you're doing damage and getting deflex and whatnot, a spirit beast gauge will uh, yeah. build up. Once it builds up, you can activate it and it summons a spirit beast to, and it does a special attack animation based on spe- specific beast, or you can use a buff with it instead and for you and your allies but it pops up once it charges to hit yb which does the attack and it immediately cuts into a cutscene ending in the fight unfortunately as if you don't get that built up you have to do the whole fight well no it's not even that because really any, anytime you uh, uh enemies have uh like critical attacks where they they like start this charge like they go for this big wind up they 
get this glowing red around them to signify that it's a critical attack. You want to parry that because then you can do a counterattack from it and uh, it builds your spirit gauge yes. way faster. Like you get a lot more of it. But the pop, the weird thing that happened was my game, my game was being a little weird because when I was doing the fatal blows in phase one of the, of the boss fight, mm-hmm. half the time I wasn't getting the animation of actually going like, Stabbing the, the him, stabbing him in that it would the damage would happen and the fight would just continue. That's yeah, that is weird. That was happening quite a bit. Uh, I don't know if they just didn't intend someone to be there that long, and it started <laughs> breaking down. But uh, yeah, in typically because if you're getting the like the parries on the critical attacks and that in phase two of the boss fight, you only have to do three of them yeah. to fill your spirit gauge. I never got the pop-up in phase two. I didn't know that that was a thing until Zach told, like reiterated it to me because I never had a pop-up or anything telling me to do it. So I fought him just straight up in phase two and got him to like a fraction of his health bar and died. When at any point in time I could have hit those buttons, but I didn't know that that was a thing. I'm gonna be fair; it isn't it isn't very obvious because I barely noticed it. Because like it pops up when you first get the charge, and like the rights or the yeah the left side of your screen like very small tooltip box. It doesn't bring it to your attention or anything. So if you're in the middle of combat focus, you can very easily miss it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like so I never saw that. So I could have I could have escaped that hell an hour earlier, but I didn't I didn't realize that was a thing and then proceeded to beat, beat my his head, head against the wall for another <laughs> hour before I got it down. Beat his head against a big, muscly, demonic man. By the time I got it down, though, I was speed running phase one. <laughs> hey, it, it ended with him pulling off a near, damn near perfect run, yeah. though. It's like I, I, I did. I, it's like my final run barely got hit. It was, it was the, f- the fastest and the easiest run that I had. So I mean, eventually, you, eventually, you get the mechanics down. It just takes a while. Then, then led to our wondrous adventure through the, through the mountains. Of- yeah. How how is the co op? How are you guys okay, enjoying? I will that? I will say there's one fucking awesome feature in this game, and it's <clears throat> it's uh, purple flags where people are getting their ass kicked. Yes. Wait, what? There's so, purple so flags. So you know how in Souls games that it, where people die it leaves like blood splatters or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people. So in this game's version is purple sort of ghostly flags and it gives a person's username and what killed them oh no so you can always know when something <laughs> fucked people up because you'll enter an error and there's just a row of fucking flags and you're just like well shit oh so, no <laughs> and the worst part about it is for each flag because there's a morale system which the higher morale the stronger your attacks and whatnot so if you have even morale with Enemies, it's an even fight. If you have more than them, you do more damage. And if you have less than them, they do more damage to you and you do less damage to them. For each one of those flags associated with an enemy character, that enemy character's morale has been raised by one level. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and if you, you can either kind of just go and fight the enemy, like just walk up, fight them, and if you manage to kill them, you get a revenge for that player. And right. then you get, yeah, yeah. you get more loot in that. Or you could offer one of your health potions to the flag. Which raises your morale right that moment. Yeah. So it's like you can you can go into it more of like on even a terms. more even Wait. fight, 
Or you can just kind of go into Hold it and on. say, fuck it. Hold on. Is is offering the, the health potion to the flag to boost your... Is that basically pouring one out for the dead homies? Yes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> because there was a moment where during the first level towards the end, I was, we got to a bunch of pro flags and went, so John, we can either go to the left and we can go fight the two schmucks hiding behind a pillar who murdered a bunch of people. I don't know. I don't know how people died to them because I don't there's know an either. archer up top who I went for first, and you look down and they're right there. I don't get it either. Don't I, or and I went, or we can go to the right where the giant de- demonic commander fucked up a lot more people. I didn't realize <laughs> how big he was gonna be when I went to the right. John chose the right. I went. All right, we've signed our death warrants. Hey, we didn't die. I was, to be fair, we didn't die, but it was a hell of a fight. <laughs> we just—I mean, there was a lot of platforms and stuff to jump <laughs> on to, to, to just fuck with them. Um, but it is—it is very much a more definitely easier, probably on co-op, just because somebody can pick you up if you do go down. And there is also that fact of you got backup. So if something suddenly fucking can go up, your buddy can run up and fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> there was, yeah, because we were both kind of running around exploring the area a bit. And yeah, and there, uh, there Zach, is no limit to distance. You can literally be on opposite ends of the map of each and other. And like, I'm, I'm running off one direction, and Zach's gone back to run through this town, but we had activated a, a flag, so all the enemies respawned. He forgot that, and I just hear him go, "Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm in trouble. I made mistakes <laughs> and because I, I, I come, <laughs> and then I I come trying to figure out where he is, and then I end I round a corner, and there's just like fucking ten enemies running in a line after him, and I'm just like, well, they're not looking at me, so this is easy. <laughs> and then I got the old John tradition of where I'm I'm doing something, and I just look at my HUD, and I see John's life bar go from full to empty, and I go. Did you walk off a cliff? <laughs> John, did the you walk off a cliff? The only thing that has killed me more than that, the tutorial boss, is gravity. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because he responded with, nothing happened. And I go to pick his ass up, and I walk over there, and he's back, and he's just walking by. I was like, what happened? He's like, nothing happened. I walk away, like, not even a fucking minute later. I, I see his life bar dip again. It's a different spot, too. That's the worst part. <laughs> and I went, John! It happened, it happened four times. <laughs> four times in, like, a ten-foot... Like, I walked maybe ten feet away. It was all in the same zone. <laughs> like, it was it was bad. <laughs> Gravity always wins. There wasn't even an enemy. He literally walked off! <laughs> no, I jumped off because I was trying to... Pl- I was trying to jump around corners of stuff to make it faster. <laughs> And it, it, it was much slower. Um, the interesting thing is, though, versus uh, other Souls-type games, even if you have a co-op ally, you can still actually have one AI join you. And yeah. we yeah. used him as a meat shield so much. Man, we let, <laughs> we let Guan Yu get his ass kicked. Guan Yu and Zhou Yun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is kind of funny still, because like, you go into some of these boss fights, and you basically get locked into a little arena. Yeah. Because it's 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 not like walking through mist or anything. You you walk up and there's a locked door or a shut door, and it's like I guess we're going through the doorway. So far, so <laughs> far, it's either a locked door or it's just a cliff that ends into a drop, and we just look around, and go. It's like this we, looks like a boss area. You just walk, <laughs> you just walk up to it. It's like it goes down about fifteen feet, and you look around, and you go. So what do you think is going to be in there? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's a great setup to like for to train your players. Like, oh yeah, there's probably a boss or something behind that. Yeah. Because um, 
There was a moment in the second level, which is the to, which is the demo level, which had a great start because it does the whole cut same thing. We go around. John's looking through his menu. I I go to the first uh, flag and I go, I go. Oh, John, look! It's the tutorial level. It's the demo level. He's like, I gotta go. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm, 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 I'm not going almost, back. I'm I not going back. left. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. that level kicked the shit out of me in the demo. <laughs> And then, uh, like, there's been some great moments of it just co-op. Because co-op, I got to say, Wulong, if you're a Souls player, you'll probably like it. It's a great solo experience, probably. It's so much better co-op. I will say, there is there is some great... I love the purple flags, because you walk <laughs> up to it. Because I think it was the second level, the first time we encountered one of the one of the cats. No, fucking the bird. No, no, no. I'm talking about the first time we encountered a cat, because we walked up, and there's a, oh, pur- yeah. there's a purple... You're right. There's a... Row of purple flags, and I walk up and I read it because it tells you what killed them. And I read it. I don't remember what the name was. I go, "Hey Zach, what do you think this is?" And he just kind of sitting there goes, "I don't know." And then I, it's like I t- panned my camera slightly, went, "Oh, it's probably that thing." <laughs> <laughs> and the best part about it, we still weren't even near it where to fight it. So we were like, "Okay, it's over there. We'll deal with it when we deal to it." We get to a flag because there's two different types of flag. There's a marching flag, which is a small one that's just a checkpoint to heal yourself and by getting the flags it increases your max morale so once you get a flags you can't go underneath that morale yeah. number if you die yeah because it calls it like resilience but it, yeah. when as you get flags it'll be like resilience 15 that means your morale can't drop below that value yeah so there's marching flags which are small ones then there's the uh battle flag battle flags which are the big <laughs> ones which lets you heal up, get you all your healing items back. It also resets the level. We had just gotten one that, and we were messing with menu stuff. And I the, I like this game because a menu, it doesn't pause. The game is still going. The world is still going on around you while you're in your menus. And I'm in this, John's in his menu, and he's looking at it because it shows you what I just see in the corner of where I can see through my menu going, Oh shit! <laughs> the cat had climbed up the hill and started attacking John. We both had to get out of our menus very quickly. <laughs> there was there was a moment, man. I was starting to lose it towards the end of our session. Yeah, we're we're uh, we walk up onto this little area and there's like this little pedestal and I see like a glowing red thing there and I'm like. I just walk up and I'm like, battle flag, because I've just been saying that every time we see one. It wasn't and, a battle flag. And I'm like, I'm hitting the button to try to place the flag. I go, oh, it's a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some guy chilling with a staff. <laughs> oh, just so they're like, that is okay. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. like, immediately afterwards, I went, Zach, don't say anything. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, overall, it is a Souls like game with that sort of Chinese aesthetic. It sort of does have that uh, Omega Force known sort of action adventure Dynasty Warrior style of just right, free yeah. of, freedom of movement. There is differences in weapon types of just speeds and things like that. Yeah, There's a large a, a, a array of weapons too. Yeah. Okay, that's, and good. Then that's good. The different types of weapons. So there's five different types of magic that you can use yeah, as well. Virtues. It's, yeah, it's the five virtues of it. And each virtue or each weapon is tied to different virtues so they have increased power based on that in which you put you acquire key which is this game's version of souls to invest in the different virtues to level you up and um you got wood which increases your life and spirit 
in one of your defenses. Makes I can't sense. remember once. Uh, fire, which focuses on attack and uh, deflection, actually, I believe. Yeah, I think it's deflection. Earth, which I'm focusing in, which just makes me a bulky boy and gives me defense and uh, increase to uh, weight capacity. So I can carry heavier armors. Metal, which I haven't messed with metal, so I'm not sure what it's actually buffing, but I know it allows for a lot of uh, debuff and curse magic. And then uh, water, which focuses more on making you stealthy. Mm. Yeah, which I'm current, I'm mostly down wood right now, mm-hmm. uh, just getting more health than that. I'm probably going to go into wood some, to, or not wood, uh, was it earth earth for yeah. the for the uh mainly the weight capacity <laughs> and then it's like and then probably metal for the debuffs and stuff like that see i'm currently i'm like deep in earth i'm like at like 13 earth um, i'm 15 wood yeah <laughs> i'm i've gone into earth a bit of wood is my secondary and then a little bit into water oh, okay yeah yeah right now i'm wood i'm probably going to go more more of debuff and then just kind of focus on focus on having some buffs for us and debuffs for bosses. And as far as I can tell, there's no way to reset. So once you're committed, you're committed. Oh, you're locked in then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Uh, boss fights are, are entertaining when there's three people in the arena counting our AI companion. Yes. Because... The uh, bosses like the, to change targets a yeah, lot. Yeah, when they do their critical attacks, a lot of times it ends up being some charge at you. Yes. And uh, they'll start the animation of, like, I'm going for the charge, and then they may change their mind on who they're attacking. We also discovered that if you're good enough, you can you can usually tell who they're going after, but if you're good enough, you can jump in your buddy's way and deflect the yeah. attack for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be the target of the attack to deflect it. You just have to be in the way of it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I know there were a couple times where I think you were running away trying to heal up, and I just happened to run in front of my... Oh, hello. Yeah. Because so far we fought uh, together, we fought a m- demonic monkey, a demonic boar, and then one of the other yellow turban leaders, Zheng Bao, who he was a giant cuck. Because he's just yeah. using magic, teleporting everywhere, and just making it a bullet hell. Because he's just summoning flames, everything. And which in that fight, I discovered you can deflect everything. Because I'm in the middle of that fight, just defect- deflecting flames he's throwing at the ground, which makes no sense. Yeah. And then it wasn't like an end of the zone boss or anything, but we did fight what I c- could only refer to as a lightning chicken <laughs> or a lightning bird. Yeah, no, this fucking thing. It's in the middle of the second level in it, the mountains. It didn't spawn until we stood on its platform. <laughs> and the worst thing is because every level you start at zero morale and you have to raise it going through the level. This thing's in the middle of the level and it's morale 19. And I think we had like 11 when we showed up the first yeah. time. So this thing... F- fucks our AI companion up. We're in the middle of fighting and healing and John just goes like, I mean, we can always just fuck off. And I was like, sounds like a good idea. We run. I, 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 I picked the direction and started running and I run into a, one of the big generals who's all also been fucking everyone up. He's running forward. I'm looking behind you. The, thun, the lightning chicken is chasing us and we run into a bunch of other enemies that are around our morale level, and then one that's above us. So now we got a lightning chicken behind us, a bunch of fucking demonic soldiers surrounding us, and we're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I just, 
At that point, I was like, Zach, you're on your own. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we peaced out and got away. But <laughs> Goddamn. We came back for our revenge on the lightning bird. Eventually, yeah. So, um, the like the lightning bird, you fought the uh, the pig and the monkey. Those are all boss fights, right? Nope. Okay. The, the, the lightning bird, chicken was the not a boss. Yeah, it was not a boss. It was just okay. a big ass gotcha. enemy on the level. Because like you know, I don't know. You said those three, and then my my brain immediately went to: Is this game going to have like a boss for each of the twelve you know Chinese zodiac animals? Quite possibly. Because like that was the vibe that I was getting as you were saying that. You know, it's it, not an actual chicken. We just referenced it. Yeah, okay, I just okay. kept. Coming. It was some big. Like big demonic looking bird with lightning, gotcha. and, I, and I just I could only refer to it as like lightning bird or lightning chicken. Okay, but based okay. on the uh, aesthetic of the game, I would not be surprised if we fight a demonic because the, of the zodiac the, animals, the, the boar and the monkey, those were actual bosses. Yeah. Right? Okay. So yeah, yeah. I don't, it wouldn't shock me either if you know the you know ten more bosses you face is going to be each one of the animals. Yeah. Which honestly, I think we died on the monkey more than anything else. That sounds about right. Because even even like the the general of the Zheng third, Bao, yeah, yeah, that one, I think that was like third try for us. Yeah, it was third or fourth, and then the boar we just soloed that one <laughs> first try because we were at that point we, just, we were joking we we're just like first try, then we actually did it first try. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we we went into it we we're like oh I guess this I guess this is gonna be really easy in co op and then the next level kind of kicked the shit out of us. Yes, a little. What's the average amount of tries for a boss for you guys right now? Uh, about four or five. And also for a try, does that mean both of you get wiped or just yes. one of you? Yes. Okay. It, well, if one of you, you if can one of you, or the other, right? Well, they go down, but then they they have a countdown. If one of us, or if it, either of us, if that countdown runs out, it's a wipe. Okay. Yeah. So if one of your actual <laughs> players goes down, you have to res them because if that depletes, it just means like, all right, you've lost and kills the other person. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, the first the first level, I mean, we first tried. The second level, like the boss, the end of it took us like maybe four or five tries. Yeah, it wasn't mm. terribly long. And then the third one was three or less. Yeah, I, I think because yeah, the last one it was just annoying because he was teleporting everywhere. Yeah, it's <laughs> like he was teleporting around everywhere. I was mostly making Zach do the work on that one because I, I was I was kind of feeling like shit by the end of the. It wasn't but, until like our like second to last run that I realized the boss spawns ads after a point I went, Oh, it's spawning ads. And Don's just like, Oh yeah, I've been dealing with that. Cause I had not noticed him at any point <laughs> before. He, it's like, he was just like full charging, full sending the boss. And I was over there going, why are there warlocks over here? <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue. So, uh, obviously you guys haven't done it yet. I, I, I wouldn't say, but how would it be adding in a third player? Let's like, say if I actually play with you guys, how would that be in terms of like leveling and stuff like I that? I mean, it wouldn't be bad because I mean, I was all more people, or, make, or like more also, people make easier or, or also like, you know, let's say boss fights you guys is beat and I haven't, do they just respawn or, you know, so, for you guys or how, so how does that stuff I, like that work? So I don't know for sure. Cause I'm not of skipping and whatnot, yeah. but, uh, since I had joined John's game, I got credit for all the the levels we completed. Oh, but okay. once he ended the session, it booted me out and sent me back to the last point of the game. Where you were. I was by myself, but after oh, I beat that, which okay. was the boar, but after I beat the boar, it immediately sent me back to where John and me had ended. Yeah. Just okay. completely skipping an entire level. Yeah. Okay. So okay. like, it, if, uh, like if you were to, to join and like we joined your game, we would just be taking, we'd be progressing the, the whole time with you. 
Okay, in my story, yes. essentially. Got and we it. and anything we hadn't completed, we'd still get credit for. Okay, I got you. I got you. What are you guys playing on PC or your Series S's? Series. Series. Okay, cool. Did you get an X recently? I think you I think you told I me. I mentioned it, but I haven't. Okay. All right, gotcha. Okay. I mean, overall, the game has been enjoyable. I think John's had a lot more fun with it than he initially thought just because of the co-op. It sounds like it. John sounds a lot more positive right now than I thought I, I was going to well, sound. Well, I went into it. Okay, this is one thing I told Zach uh, before we actually started playing. Yeah. I said, uh, man, this, this year's been kind of a dud for me because all the games I've been excited for, I've not been impressed with. Right. And meanwhile, this is the game I'm the least looking forward to, so it has the lowest expectations. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and to be fair, I am enjoying this game way more than I enjoyed some of the other games that I've played this year. Because, mm. like, so, like, I mean, hell, pretty much all the games that have come out this year, besides, like, Birth, Dark and Darker, and Birth, uh, that I've played this year, I haven't, I haven't really enjoyed. Like, for for spoken, I've enjoyed what I've played, but I I've dropped it because that I'm not interested in that type of game right now. But like you will the be open later. world, yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. I mean, it's Hogwarts Legacy uh, currently. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's say it, it's basically the same game as For Spoken with Hogwarts. Yeah, I'm I'm in and out of <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy right now. It's the same. It's the same game design. Like for Hogwarts Legacy. Well, right if now, you ever want to send John out to burn again. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. mean to be fair, it really is the same game design. You, you, you know what? Your basic attack. Sh- I'm gonna send you out to burn. That's a good point. It's gonna be a good TikTok. They, they, they are, <laughs> I'm sorry, John. They are both story-driven open-world games. They're the they both have have different types of spells and attacks to go with. They both the basic cast of the spell is a four-attack combo, finishing with yeah. the final hit. And the only difference is, it's like the only difference is in Forspoken, you have a rotating wheel that you select from. And they both have very underwhelming open worlds. The stories are different, and granted, the one in Hogwarts Legacy has been more interesting so far. Right. Uh, but overall, they're very similar games. It's the power of having an IP that people like versus a new IP. Yeah, it is. I mean, he is right. Like, yeah, he he is actually spitting facts right like now, if, like if, up front. If Hogwarts Legacy came out and was a new IP and not based on on uh, the Harry Potter world, it would not have gained anywhere near the traction that it did. Because otherwise, it's a mediocre game. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like my biggest thing that I I complimented that game about is that the world did feel magical. I felt like I was in the Harry Potter world. But then after that, there was a lot of things left to be desired. And I think that's our, the thing. It's like the initial, yeah. the initial feeling of it kind of carries you on. But yeah. then from there, if you don't like, if the open, if you like exploring the open world, it's not like you can fly around and do it. But everything's kind of the same thing over and over again. And I will say, like in terms of being the same thing over and over again, I have definitely felt like it's almost a chore to play. Like it's the only game still I've been trying to Thank get on. You. And, I've been trying to get on and play, and like I, I feel like I won't even play like forty minutes, and I'm like, all right, saving off. <laughs> like I'll get on, I'll go do a couple of things, you know, like maybe do a. I've been a quest. waiting for you to come back to make this point. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of this weeks ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. I'm like forty minutes, and I'm off the game. I'm only got thirteen hours in the game. Oof. <laughs> it's like yeah, it feels like a chore at times, man. Yeah, it's like some people can look past the flaws in it because they like the the world. It's like and they the like IP the world so much yeah. in the IP and that. Me, it's like I 
it's like I play enough of these kind of generic open world games to right. where I can recognize, yeah, the IP is cool, but everything else is kind of whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not it's a like bad game, yeah. but no, it's, I mean, like not I said, like, it's, it's not like it's not goaded. It it's not it's not like the best game of the yeah, year or yeah. anything like that. It'll but, probably be in the nominees. But yeah, it definitely it, will. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's highly su- successful. But, but I would say that's largely carried by the fact that it's based off Hogwarts. Correct. Correct. I agree 100%. But but yeah. At, at this point like I may not pick it back up for a little while cuz like I I feel like recently I have been forcing myself well, that's, to sit that's down the thing. And play. I, I set it down the same way I set for spoken. I put them down at almost the exact you time did, yeah. time like almost exact hour point. That's how. That's what made me realize. I'm like, they're this, the same gameplay structure, like in general. But yeah, and then we have well, long it comes out, the game I've least been looking forward to playing, and honestly, but probably enjoyed more than both of those. <laughs> oh wow! Yes. <laughs> I got uh. shafted by one in dead, but I got John Woo Long. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there is something funny about seeing a bunch of purple flags and a and an enemy like five morale five or six morale levels higher than me and me just chucking a little throwing knife at his head. Yeah, no, that's something dumb John and me have started doing. We'll be sitting we'll just be hanging out in a corner, we'll see a bunch of flags, we'll look around and go, Oh yeah, there's that. Then one of us you'll just see a kunai go you'll, you'll, either, <laughs> you'll either see a kunai go or you, or you'll just see him like pull out a crossbow and crouch down and it's like I guess we're gonna take some pot shots before we do this. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, it's actually, it's actually way more fun than I expected it to be. I, I'm still not. I'm like the big boss fights and that. I'm still fucking horrible at. Zach has to spend, like Zach will be fighting the boss and I'm sitting over there, been nowhere near it for the majority of the time. It comes after me once and I'm just sitting there. I need to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like these, these bosses are brutal because. I don't know if you guys want me to play with you. I'll be real with you. Uh, I, I, I appreciate the invite, but we I'm really don't you. care. I mean, join us, but <laughs> it's not going to change anything. Because I mean, to be fair, he, it's like I'm going to make you look like a god at this game <laughs> because those critical attacks. Oh shit! If he's that bad, he may. We, hey, hey! I'm just, I appreciate the invite, but I don't think you want me there. <laughs> hey, s- s- just start by seeing if you can beat the tutorial boss in less than two and a half hours. All right, I'll set a timer. I'll let you know. <laughs> um, because the critical attacks, because. He's deep into the wood, which gives health. The critical attacks the boss will still, unless he's at full health, will one-shot him. <laughs> wow. Well, it's not even just that, because I'll get... When I do decide to go in, I'm, f- I'm very aggro in these games, or like in any game. So like when I do go in, I'm going in for my full combo. And I try to do that, and then I'm just in there attacking them and constantly... Like just trading blows with them, taking chip damage, and then I get hit by their critical attack, and I'm like, "Well, yo, Zach, come pick me up." <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about it is when you try and need to pick one of them up, and the boss is like, "All right, you're now my target." And I'm like, it's like I don't need this. I need to pick him up before he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> First time we wiped because I didn't get picked up was like I was down, and I'm like, "Zach, I need a pickup," and he comes. He comes walking over to me, but he still had his targeting system on the boss. So it's, it's very auto, obvious. It's too. auto targeting to him because he's like he walks over to me and he's just like backing up in my general direction. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm just sitting there and it, my, my bar goes away. I went, hey, Zach, how about next time you turn the auto targeting off? <laughs> I completely forgot it was on because I just naturally hit it when a boss fight starts and just right. leave it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I'm looking forward to hearing it more is, about your adventures. It, it the game is like the boss fights are still challenging. Mm-hmm. The random enemies can still very much fuck you up. Yes. If uh because there was the, one period there was the there, creators were not shy about having the enemies hide behind corners to stab you in the side or the ass. Well, also there was a point where like it was when we were going to fight the monkey boss, we kept charging up the the cliff right there. Yeah. And there's four, like three or four enemies that spawned down there. Yeah. And just for fun, we would like kill them before we went up there most of the time. I missed, I missed my attack one time on the guy I normally hit, and I went into the boss fight with like a quarter health because I missed, I missed the hit, which would have led to me comboing all of them, and suddenly I'm the one getting comboed. <laughs> But yeah, I mean it's it is it is still very brutal. Yeah. And overall just better than you expected. It's if it's, you guys had to put a rating on it right now, what would you give it? I mean, obviously it's still early impressions, it, yeah, it's, but it's, we, we do that around here. Like I'm having fun because I'm playing co op, I'll put it that way. Okay, that's fair. Me personally, I would probably stick to what the scores are and probably give it about an eight. Yeah, that's been it's actually been scored pretty well, you know, like uh, eights and nines and even a couple yeah. ten out of tens across yeah. the board. Yeah. It's been scored yeah. pretty well. It's like this is very much a game that I I would not play this solo. solo. Yeah, the fact I, that I, I the fact either. that we're playing we're playing co op is what's making the game enjoyable. Because gotcha. Even when I'm going down, it's like I still I still have Zach over there who can come pick me up and we can continue on. Or the same vice versa for him if he gets caught in a bad combo and gets hit. Those I damn still, cats! I can still <laughs> run over and pick him up, and then we can just continue on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll download it later. Uh, if I've got time later tonight, I may tr- hop in the tutorial and see how it goes. Yeah, just go, it, just go, just go check out. The, yeah, the, the, the uh, boss you, the you've end. made me immensely curious right now, just on the tutorial alone. Like I, I feel like I need to see it for myself. I uh, mean, that entire first opening level, all the enemies are very easy. There's none elite. It's just a big lead up to go. Yeah, now here's a boss with two face because we've yet to have another boss with two faces. Okay. Yeah. It, it really yeah, just throws some hardship at you out. Well, yeah, okay, especially because, like you said, the enemies that it has leading up to it, it's basically they put enemies there to teach you how to attack. Right. They don't do anything to you. They don't. They don't really swing at you. It felt like because you can just kill them real quick. Yeah. You, then you, you get to, then you get to a boss fight and you're like, oh, I guess it's time to fucking die a thousand times. I'll do a death counter and I'll time it. See how long it takes me. Uh, and if I've got time tomorrow, I may uh, I may join in with you guys because I do have to do a lot of video. Alex, tomorrow. it got to a point. It got to a point where I was I was tilted to the point where I'd walk in, and if I got hit within the first five seconds, I stood there and let him kill me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. I'll whenever we get finished with the podcast, I'm gonna start uh, running there, and uh, I'll, I'll start. And just for it. fair warning on that first boss. His first phase is nothing compared to his second phase. His second it's an entire is... different enemy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Second phase is easy <laughs> as fuck. I don't know why you had such a hard time with it. You, you, your challenge was the second phase. Yeah. I could. It took me two hours to get used to the first phase, and then I was able to take it down. I, I got to the second phase less than ten times. My adjustment period was just the range difference, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, I, I had that down. I had, I, because his attack. His attacks in the second phase were slightly slower than the first phase, yeah. and I had spent so much time in the first phase, I, I, like, I had to parry down only on that enemy. I can't parry shit outside of him, <laughs> but I can parry him like crazy now. Okay. 
Like I said, uh, once we're finished up here, I'll go in and I'll start downloading it. And I'll, I may check it out later tonight or at least in the morning before maybe I start doing some editing. Uh, I got a lot of editing to do tomorrow, so I'll see if I've got time to hit you boys up. Uh, looking forward to hearing more about your adventures, though. I've enjoyed this conversation yeah. immensely, honestly. No, I got a, I got a lot of good TikToks out of this past like fifty minutes well, of it conversation. Was, it was also <laughs> it was also funny because like, I'm, Zach is probably expect was expecting like we're gonna go and play it one time and then John's done with it. Was that your expectation? Yeah, but by okay. the end of it, I was like, I might be able to get him to play more. It's like, <laughs> it's like, and then we're going because, like I said, I was feeling like shit. Like, I, yeah. was, I had I was I had a migraine yesterday, and I'm sitting there like. Like fifteen minutes before we we kind of got to the boss, I'm just sitting there and I feel like shit. I'm just quiet, and in my head I'm like, "Man, I want to go to bed," <laughs> but we're beating this damn level. <laughs> <laughs> and as he said towards the beginning of this episode, it's like the levels are actually very large. Okay, yeah, there's a decent amount to run around because it's like you can take a beeline straight to the boss fight if you want to, but if you if you go around and actually explore all the different areas and get all the uh, the different flags and everything. There's a there's a large area to go through with like, and there's a lot more like 3D verticality than I expected. Yeah, because there was a point during the second level during the mountain where I don't know what the hell I did, but I accidentally fell off a cliff. But instead of falling on my delf, I fell to a lower level. I went, I went shit. Then I went, oh, I'm not dead. <laughs> and I was like, but I have no idea where I am. <laughs> I didn't know where he was. I'm like, did you fall? He goes, yeah, I landed somewhere. And then I just, I continue on the path and kind of go, like, I'm like, I, we'll meet up at some point probably. Yeah, and a few we'll minutes, cross paths again. A few minutes later, I, I round the corner and he's just in a room with like enemies chasing after him. And I come ch- charging. I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ignores the enemy and gets the chest, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. That's what I would have done, honestly. I, I mean, he's in there, he's in there fighting it. I, I just walk in the room and go, hello. Hey, there's a chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, you know, we're about 50 minutes, 55 minutes into the show. So, Woo! yeah. I, I mean, hey, it's a great conversation. I got a lot of good content out of it, so that's what I'm looking forward to. All right, let's hit the Pokemon Presents. Uh, did both of you guys watch it? No? Nope. I, I knew you probably didn't. I read an article afterwards because I wasn't very excited That's all you for need it. to do. That's I wasn't. I was do. not excited for this one. I knew it was happening, but I was like, there is nothing that they're going to mention that I'm excited about. Yeah, that was the right play. Uh, you know, it started off with the Pokemon World Championships, talking about that. You know, again, reminding everyone, first time in Japan ever. Uh, very cool key art. You know, the key arts for these World Championships always look sick. Uh, so key art looks great. Uh, showed off a trailer with uh, Pokemon TCG Classic, um, which I swear to... I don't know if I'm an, on an island with this. The dude they had in the trailer, I, as it started, I'm just like, is that fucking PewDiePie? Like, what the, like <laughs> It looked just like Felix, uh, but uh, I may be on an island thinking that. But it's apparently going to be like a premium TCG set. Uh, more is going to be revealed deal, uh, at Worlds. And the one common thing I've seen a lot of people ask is like, okay, premium set, cool. But, like, is it going to be, like, a normal set that we can also just, like, play? Like, like let's say, is it, gonna, like, its own set in, like, let's say Worlds, for yeah. example. Like, its own category to play. Or is it, like, hey, this is classic cards. Here you go. Um, so, and it's probably going to be unbelievably expensive and get sold out immediately. Probably. 
Um, we did have a reveal of a new Pokemon show for Netflix. Uh, made of like uh, like stop motion, like claymation stuff. That looked cute. Um, you know, about like a Pokemon resort uh, where Pokemon go and stay and okay. unwind. Or it'll be a cute show. You know, whatever. Uh, Zacian joins Pokemon Unite that was teased here recently. Uh, Paldea starters have come to Cafe Remix. You can choose one of them. Uh, previous champions and rivals have new sync pairs in Pokemon um, uh, Masters EX. And Pokemon Sleep's not dead. That's been like four years since they revealed Pokemon Sleep. What was that it's again? Been longer than that. It was. It's. It's a. Well, they claim it's a game, but it's an app where you just turn it on when you. It's just. It just monitors your sleep. You turn it. You press a button whenever you go to sleep. Have your phone on your bed, and it'll monitor your sleep, and it'll monitor like how long you sleep. It goes in like different categories, like snoozing, deep sleep, dozing, or whatever, and like you know, depending on how long you sleep depends on the kind of Pokemon that may come and sleep with you. Like, because, like, the base game is a Snorlax, and, like, on the games, like, you'll see other Pokemon gather on the Snorlax and sleep with you. And, like, your Pokedex to collect is all the different types of sleep patterns. Yeah. It's just... It's, it's a, so... It looks it's, so stupid. It's a sleep tracker that has Pokemon show up in it is what it is. Yeah. That's all it is. It looks so dumb. See, that's a bad <laughs> example. Because literally, if you just read the description of any Pokemon... Half of them that will show up probably would have killed you in your sleep. Exactly. But people seem to ignore that. Uh, They also revealed the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. So, shout out to that. Is that like a premium thing? It's a a piece of tech you can carry. It's just a little thing that looks like a Pokeball. It works for Pokemon Sleep, uh, where you can, like, press it to initiate, like, hey, you're going to sleep. And it'll also, like, talk to you in the morning. It'll sing you lullabies. Shout out to that. All right, cool, Jigglypuff. Uh, And you can also use it uh, with Pokemon Go to, like, just press a button to spin Pokestops and throw Pokeballs. So that that aspect's pretty cool for Pokemon Go players. I, I I won't deny that. I think it's, like, 70 bucks for it. Um, yeah. But they just—they needed another reason to sell yep. it again, so they tacked on Pokemon Sleep to it, yep. and then cool. made it char- yep. and then exactly. charged way more for it. Yep. Uh, now all that's out of the way, let's get to the main stuff of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, so the first thing is that they revealed is Walking Wake and Iron Leaves are both released right now in Terra Raid Battles, which that is the Paradox Pokemon for uh, Suicune and Virizion that we already knew was coming. Yes. My very first thing I got to say, I think Walking Wake looks sick. Iron Leaves looks about how I would expect based on how every other, you know, um, Scar- uh, Violet Paradox looks like. But I got to say this. What the fuck happened with these designs from what we got in the fucking game, in the books, to what we got? Because the, the, the designs in the books look sick. And then we got these. Because I, I know you haven't, like, got to the well, you haven't got the book. I don't know if you've even seen the images I'm referring to. Have you seen the images I'm referring to? Okay, well, in, in your book... Um, they there are the images of like you know the the third legendary is like, there's like a tease of that in there and there are images of these paradox mons in that book that you get and basically the way that these were we all thought they would be is both of these mons were going they like focused on Suicune and Virzian yes but like their forms was basically like a fusion of those of that trio where they had aspects of all three. So like, you know, the Suicune had like, you know, Entei's like face to it. It had some aspects of Raikou. You know, Verizian had like a Terrakian's legs and stuff like that. Like it, it, it really kind of made sense with the paradox thing where it's like they were once one and then became three was kind of the, was the metal- man, where did the design go? Like, wh- like why was that design even in the game? You know, it's like they took a hard different direction. Walking Wake does look cool though uh josh sent me a picture after he got it that just cracked me up because it was him riding his um 
uh, riding his dragon, which he's on violet. So he's got the actual, like, you know, motorcycle, basically. Yeah. And walking wakes, chasing behind it. I'm like, wait a minute. And I sent him a picture of... Uh, of uh, Chris Pratt with the Raptors from Jurassic oh, World. God. I'm like, same fucking energy, because that's exactly what it looked like. Uh, but yes, those are available right now for Terror Raid Battles, um, and Go is available now for Scarlet and Violet, so you can do some transferring there, which in Go, you've been able to catch Gimme Ghoul coins, or just like the little Gimme Ghouls, and that can also help you um, evolve it into its evolution, which I just found out is called Golden Go. I... Didn't know that. I thought it was Goldango this entire time. That's how I've heard everyone pronounce it. But they said it in the trailer. It's like Goldengo. I'm like, whoa, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> you just blew my fucking mind. Uh, Home for, and uh, Scarlet and Violet support is coming soon. And then the big one, the DLC, the hidden treasure of Area Zero with the Teal Mask and the Indigo Disc. Teal is set for fall 2023, which I would assume is probably like September-ish. And Indigo is set for winter 2023, which I would think is probably November. Uh, data mining has from the recent update, has already confirmed all 230 Pokemon coming back, which has happened um, with Sword and Shield 2. You know, the update they put out with Walking Wake and Iron Leaves, it has trace codes of, of the entire list. So I've already seen the entire list of Pokemon uh, that is coming back to the game. I, I won't dive into details for it, obviously, for people that want to be surprised, but I have seen all 230 that are coming to this game. Um, now, the one thing I do want to address with these DLCs, like... There are people, like, including, like, friends of mine that are, like, excited for this. And it's, like, it's fair to be excited, you know. It's fair to, like, oh, it's, you know, more content. But, like, I'm talking, like, hyped. And I'm, like, they didn't show anything. Like, why, why, are we, why are we hyped? You know, there was nothing shown about these, like, at all. It was just, like, key arts. That's it. So it's like I, I don't know what there is to be excited about. Well, it's just more of yeah. It's more. It's, of, it's just yeah. more of of this game. And I mean, this game. Yeah. This game, even despite all of its performance issues and still a great graphical game, yeah. glitches and everything like that, is still. I mean, I would argue the most enjoyable Pokemon experience right. that has come out. Uh, I will say, out of the two, I'm definitely more interested in the Teal Mask. Um, you know, just because it got you know, just from the vibe they kind of gave me. From the like when they talked about it and showed key art is that we'll actually get to like go somewhere else, kind of like what the olive armor was, and actually go check out an mm -hmm. area. Indigo Disc kind of just gave me the impression we were just going to be at that the Blueberry Academy, which is like a floating like a, a school in the middle of the ocean. So it's like you're not really going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like you, it, it feels like, like it's going to be more battle focused. Well, that's it's what, Pokemon GX. Yes. Where they all rap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, that's that's what we need for these games. To be out in the water. Yeah, I know. Uh, and, and also, a couple things to shout out is that um, there was a leak before the presents. This leak went up on uh, February 24th that someone has, has found, and it correctly predicted the entire Scarlet and Violet segment. Um, they did stress uh, that their English is poor and they're using a translator. So, like, one quote that's brought a lot of attention is, we are working on a graphics enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch models that will be released alongside DLC 2. I do consider this leak to be true. It was posted up before um, the presents everyone up and did correctly predict everything with the Scarlet and Violet segment. Um, now, I, I wanted to include the, the English is poor thing because, you know, they mentioned new Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And they also said alongside DLC 2, which a lot of people immediately look at Indigo Disc, but really I don't because I consider, they, I mean, they say it as part one and two. I think that, I think if, I think they're referring to a completely another yeah, expansion. That's part one and two of the same of, DLC. Of DLC one, yeah. So I, 
you know, again, I do consider this leak true. So that kind of indicates to me that we're getting a completely another DLC, which, you know, everyone thought we'd get with Sword and Shield, but did not. Uh, now, there was another leak after the presents in this same thread. And the, the person who commented claims to be the original leaker, they used MD5 hash of the original post for their identification. Like, hey, like this is showing that I'm like legit. Here's the MD5 hash of that post. But there's a, that's not like a hundred percent way to determine if that is legit. But it, it does give a little bit of credibility. Uh, but they they just wanted to further comment on the new Switch model. That as far as they're aware, the DLC two is scheduled for release in early 2024. Which that I would take it with a grain of salt. But at the same time, that kind of lines up with when I think a new like new Nintendo hardware is coming out anyway. Is like maybe like March of of next year. So that does kind of make sense that that's potentially when it's going to be coming out. But um, you know, the the whole the whole quote in the original post that working on the graphics enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch model I, that that is kind of you know telling to me. So the, I do I do think there could be another DLC. Um, so this whole thing does kind of wrap up where it does seem like the whole thing is legit. So it's just something to kind of keep an eye on. We are obviously we already know new Nintendo hardware is coming anyway. But if they actually put out a massive you know enhancement patch. Shout out to them. You know, I didn't. We yeah, we didn't think they were gonna do that. We got Alex over here with the mentality of if he keeps predicting when, like every time that uh, when the new switch is gonna come out or the next model of it is gonna come out. Doesn't matter how many times it's not right. If as long <laughs> as he could say he got it the one time, the one time is yep. all I need. The one time is all I need, man. And here I go, cross fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I mean, uh, I, you know, looking forward to it, um, you know, at least the you know, teal mask, but I'm just not like incredibly like hyped as everyone else is because I just don't know what there is to be hyped about yet. They haven't shown anything. Well, you know? yeah, like That's I said, fair. it's, it's yeah. just it's just the fact that I think the reason people are hyped for DLC for this game yeah. is because of the fact that at the end of the day, this is this is the Pokemon game that or the generation is the type of Pokemon game we've been wanting for 20 years. Yep. And we finally have it, and people just want want more. Yep. Anything they can get, they want more of it. I just played a road trip. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, let me see if I can grab something real quick. Just played the song to Viridian City the entire time. Never made it. Uh... <laughs> just John's I disappointment. Just, I, just, I don't know what to think about you sometimes, man. Okay, so uh, here's a random theory that Josh hit me up with about the other day that kind of makes sense. Uh, the Treasures of Ruin, uh, it's Chinese-based, and it's mostly in name, but somewhat with what they are, too. Taking that account, there's a Chinese myth about the world turtle that says the giant turtle is carrying the world on its back, which that we all kind of, we already know about that and everything. But basically, he's saying that, you know, you know these DLCs give him that vibe. Because uh, when it comes to um, the first DLC, it's probably based off the legend of Momotaro because of just like the other three Pokemon that are introduced are the, are the same that our company, yeah. th- you know, that uh, for that legend. And then, you know, the with the world turtle thing, I saw people pointing out uh, the map of Paldea looks like a giant turtle. Now that they've seen this third legendary, the map itself looks like a giant turtle. Like, like where, like with how the t- okay. legendary design is with that, with that key center uh, piece of the terrestrial symbol in the middle of his shell, like that, like you, you line up the map Paldea, it's area zero. 
<laughs> like, like once someone drew the lines in of the entire map out there, I'm like, oh shit, that does look just like a turtle. Holy shit. So that's, that's just kind of interesting. It would be really cool if that's true, um, but we'll, we'll see if it is. We'll see if it is. Overall, this presents uh, very lackluster. You're definitely better off doing what John did and just going and reading an article. Yeah. yeah. I'd, read an was, article and read and look at some pictures. It was <laughs> one of those I knew the I knew it was coming out, but I was like, I'm not going to fucking yeah. like make sure I watch that. It's I like, saw the chance to rewatch it after it aired. I went, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Article's I, better. I knew it was happening, and I was like... There'll be an article up in 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, all right, let's uh, let's kind of move on. Uh, we're basically hitting the weekly wrap-up now. Uh, the first thing in that weekly wrap-up is going to be the news involving uh, Sony and Microsoft and Activision Blizzard stuff. Uh, so the big thing that I t- kind of teased earlier in the show where it's like, oh, man, this is about to get a little spicy, is that uh, Sony, I-, I put it in the script that Sony might be forced to reveal uh, amount of, uh, you know, paid for exclusivity deals and keeping games off Game Pass. But I say might because it ultimately comes down to Sony decides to continue on or pull out of this now. That's what it's going to, that's what I mean by might, uh, because uh, it was by court order uh, <laughs> from a judge ordering Sony to do this. And then Sony even put in a request to quash that request from Microsoft. Like, Hey, can we just, can we quash this? And and FTC denied that. So like Sony either needs to step up and show confidential records that involve, you know, internal documents and company emails. And it was stated that Jim Ryan's emails will be completely gone through for this. Man, like this, if, Damn. if if Sony wants to move forward with this, <laughs> I don't. There's no way they're gonna win now Damn. because we know this. We know they pay for it. We see it all the time with the exclusivity deals they do, yeah, and paying to keep games off of, um, you know, uh, Microsoft consoles. I mean, like, you know, Final Fantasy games. That's not a Sony IP. Oh, nope. and they're they're never on there. That you know, Persona for as long as it was. You know, and there was ne- there was never apparently a deal in place. Well, okay, well, why didn't they come then? You know, there, there's other reasons we could talk about that. You know, maybe it's Atlas not wanting to, uh, just because of their presence in Japan. You know, m- Xbox not so much of a presence in Japan. Yeah, well, I mean, Atlas has been over. There's been an Ameri- Atlas of America for a long time. That's fair. That's Atlas fair. games ban across a crap ton of yeah. consoles. But the bottom line is, we know Sony pays for this shit. Yeah. I mean, like, Call of Duty stuff, the stuff that Sony's bitching about, they always do, like, special, like, you know, early access or exclusive content, this or that or whatever. So, like, this whole uh, court order from the yeah. judge, like, this comes down to, like, they want to see the money that they're spending to keep games off Game Pass 1, which is a topic that we've talked about briefly before where there was some games, I don't remember what, I want to say... I want to say Valhalla was actually one where Sony was paying to keep that off Game Pass. I, I could be wrong on that. I think it was Valhalla. And then others and the exclusive... Oh man, Sony, if, if, they go, if they want to move forward with this, this they're fucked, in my opinion. Well, <laughs> this like, is done. I don't know what they were expecting. It's yeah, like, you want to come, come after... You want to come after a company and then you think mm-hmm. nobody's... You think they're just going to sit there and go, well, I guess we'll just do whatever you say. They're, no, they're going to look at you and go, what about you? Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like they just expected that they could go through with this and everything just work out exactly how they wanted it to. Yep. They've been living in their own little world for too long. It should have been too much of a hassle. And also with this is that there are a lot of reports indicating that Microsoft offering the deal, such as the 10-year one Nintendo that was officially signed, is basically, it, it's, it's going to satisfy EU and, and their concerns, you know? 
uh, you know, cause we already knew that they also offered a deal to, um, to steam and Steve turned it down. They, they, they yeah. trusted Microsoft at, at face value, which yeah. also, and, uh, we all agreed was very telling in that regard, you know? So now, I feel like it's a situation now where Sony might be sitting back and thinking, like I said earlier, hey, is, uh, is that 10-year deal? Is that still on the table? <laughs> but S- Steam and Gabe Newell is just on another level. Cause, I mean, yeah, they are. I mean, Gabe Newell, straight up when the Steam Deck came out, went and delivered fucking Steam Decks to people. He did. What a legend. <laughs> what a legend in the industry. <laughs> oh, I'm getting my sick. Gabe, no. What? <laughs> what? What are you doing here? I wanted to personally deliver to you. <laughs> Thank you for buying it. What a legend. Oh man! I feel like if there's if like if there's two people two companies you don't go for, I feel like it'd be Steam and Microsoft. I agree. <laughs> like yeah, you may be PlayStation. You you it's like you're big in your gaming world over here. You don't you don't fuck with the big dog over at Microsoft. They I got, agree. They got more than just Xbox going on. Yeah, they have a lot of money going on, man. And across Steam, the board, even though there are other launchers, Steam still. Owns the PC online market. Yes, <laughs> it's they like do. Steam is synonymous with PC gaming. Yep. It's like there's a reason for it. Everything is on Steam. Yeah, there's other stuff out there, but when it's on other platforms, people don't like it. Yep. <laughs> and exactly. if they ever release a third a game with a three, the internet will lose their shit. Yep. True. True. <laughs> Man. I, you know, following this uh, this whole purchase for Activision Blizzard for as long as obviously I have and, and we have in general, it's been a, a long time of like, uh, if something kind of notable happens, I throw it at the end of the show. Yeah. We're tired of talking about it. But this is like the biggest like mic drop I've it seen really in a while. Is. Like, this, this is, is like a, big. This is one of the first <laughs> times during the, at least that, it's been very notable that Sony's had to go on the back foot for this whole entire yes. deal. It, 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 it kind of <laughs> just seems like Judge is just like, I'm, I'm tired of listening to you. Put up or shut up. Basically. Because, because this has been, what, almost a year and a half now since this started? Uh, actually, right at about a year. It, this only started uh, beginning of last year. Okay. Yeah. So I'm putting extra time. So about a year. Yeah, about a year now since the news dropped, which is insane to think about. And by this time, Microsoft's spent enough money where they can purchase them again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is wild, man. Uh, going to continue to track this, especially this situation. We're going to see if Sony actually, we're going to see what Sony does. Yeah. <laughs> the, we'll see if they pull out of the case or not. Uh, cause man, this is insane, honestly and truthfully. Uh, next thing that we have in the weekly wrap up is that uh, Yasuki Matsuda is no longer the president of Square Enix. And I'm not surprised by this. No, not at I all. I mean, after the, uh, amount of focus they tried to get into like, um, you know, um, uh, blockchain and stuff like that. Yep. And then just constant flops that's continuously happened for them. Um, you know, with, you know, they, obviously there's been games that come out that's been very successful, but the big budget games that ultimately flopped in some capacity, uh, mostly in the financial realm, obviously Forspoken is one. I know they didn't make it, but they did publish it. They put money into it. Yep. Um, so uh, there's been a constant uh, of bad decisions being made for quite some time. So this doesn't surprise me at yeah, all. Yeah, because over the last couple of years, Square Enix's name has been on a lot of stuff just for publishing sakes yep. alone. Putting a lot of money out there. Yeah, it, it seems like in the last year or so, they, they're they just willing to slap their name on anything that comes out. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's a hit. 
Other time does not. Most of the time it wasn't. <laughs> so it doesn't. It makes sense this time for a change of leadership. Uh, next thing up is apparently Ubisoft reportedly has four more Assassin's Creed games in development outside of Mirage, Red, Jade, Stop Hex, and Infinity. Fucking talking about Assassin's Creed games, Ubisoft. I know. Release one uh, or shut up. And not only that, do something else. Like they're going yeah. hard in. Right they really now. are going Jesus. hard on Assassin's it's Creed. Like, it's like that's keep... nine games we're talking about. Unless right each now. one <laughs> is actually just secretly a different genre. This is way too much. Yeah, like it's, it's like Jesus. It, it, you haven't released a new a new Assassin's Creed game in a couple years now. It's like come on, just either release one or just quit telling us you're making them. Yeah. All you're doing is saying, yeah, we're making another Assassin's Creed game. It's like okay, well, what are you gonna do? You're gonna release five in the same year? <laughs> as, right. <laughs> far as I'm concerned, as much as I like the series itself, Assassin's Creed at this point to me is almost in the realm of sports. Oh, that that's so accurate and I, so I, so unfortunate. I don't know if you can put that label on it, Zach. Because they're not releasing every year. But I was going to say, no, I don't think you can put that label on it because I don't think, like, Madden, they're, they don't have nine Madden games backed up right now. No, they don't. <laughs> they're, 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 it, they're struggling with one. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're, they're going to wait until a couple months before they got to release it and copy and paste it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're, it's like they're spending more time making Assassin's Creed games. Like I said, they're going to either have to release multiple a year or that's all they're doing for the next decade. Yeah, and honestly, sounds like if they're do- that's all they're especially with Infinity being their big project. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, I feel like all this is going to link up to Infinity. I don't think that's anybody likes goal. Assassin's Creed this much. I, you know, at, at this point... I don't think they do. I don't, no. The only person I mean, who likes Assassin's Creed this much is Ubisoft. Like I like I liked Assassin's Creed this much when it was like one, two, you know, all the Ezio games and three. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that was when I liked it this much, and then now, like, oh my god, there's just too much, too much content. I don't know. I never thought that'd be a bad thing, but that's definitely a bad thing here. Uh, next one we have is Yuji Naka, who of course is one of the original co-creators of Sonic the Hedgehog, has pled guilty to insider trading charges that was filed last fall. Jail time, of course, is expected, uh, which makes perfect sense. I mean, if you're sitting there tr- you know, making cash off of you know, uh, stocks or whatever the case is on things that you know is happening behind the scenes, yeah, that, ma- that makes sense that, uh, that you're going to get busted for it one way or another. Uh, you know, it's just good to know that his last big game that he put out into the world was Balan Wonderworld, so shout out to that. What a legend. I know. Uh, next up, we do have Elden Ring. It did have an expansion announced, the Shadow of the Erd Tree. Uh, but reports are currently saying that Armor Core 6 will release first this year in the Q3 range. Then this is releasing in Q4. So this could be like a November like holiday uh, expansion, which uh, raised a lot of uh, conversation of like, that kind of gives people the vibe this is going to be a big, big expansion. Well, it also makes sense to release it holiday time yeah. because there's still... It's like, yeah, the game sold like fucking crazy. But there's still the people who haven't played it. And if a big expansion is coming out holiday time when the game is probably going to be on sale. And bundle it up. Yeah, it's like bundle it with it. It's like, yeah, every every, like digital store is going to have a bundle of the game and the DLC. Yep. Yep. Uh, next thing we got here is we do have a showcase planned for this week. Uh, Capcom Spotlight announced for March 9th. 26 minutes of new info for upcoming games, including Resident Evil 4 and the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. I will be tuning into this because I'm excited for both those games quite a bit. Looking forward to seeing what all is going to be at the Spotlight. 
Uh, Metroid Fusion is coming to NSO on March 9th as well, which also very much looking forward to that. Fusion's one of those games that I've never really gotten a chance to dive into very much. Yeah. So that's one that I'm definitely looking forward to playing here soon. Uh, Sons of the Forest has sold 2 million copies in its first 24 hours of early access. Dude, Woo! people... That's the sequel to The Forest, right? Yeah, yep. people okay. fucking love this game. Yep. Dude, this is, I'm seeing it this everywhere. This game is top... This game's been at the top of the Steam. Yep. Not, not number one, because, I mean... It's only ever for like maybe a couple hour period where something knocks CSGO off. Yeah. But yep. it's been consistently like in the top three or so on Steam since it came out. There's mm-hmm. th- there's a minimum like couple hundred thousand people playing it. Yeah. I was chatting with Steve earlier uh, in the chat and he said all of his homies are playing Sons of the Forest currently. I know like our guy Jacob with uh, Sparky3, I know he's yeah. been playing it a little bit as well. I was um, going to say, I, I, when they first announced that they were doing a sequel to it, I was taken aback at first. I was like, why? And then I got to think about it. I was like, every, like everybody plays The Forest at least for a little bit, it seemed. Because that game was out for so long. See, The Forest is one of those games that was very, it was known, but it also went under the radar because a lot of people liked The Forest because the mechanics and just the strangeness of it and the actual reveal of actually when people went exploring the forest so it was actually a very well-received game it was just over an extremely long span yeah. of time it, it was over like a four-year four or yeah. five-year period because it was also during it was also popped up during the sort of beginnings of early access to stuff right and so i mean i wasn't really surprised when i heard the forest was getting sequel it was just one of those things where i went oh shit it yeah, has it, been that it, long it, it took me aback mainly because i had to think about it. i was like wait a second yeah this game has been out for a long time and i've never heard anything bad about this game really right but yeah no it's like this game is this game is taken like taken over way more than i thought it would oh no i agree with you 100 percent. i mean it has completely like the amount of people that are playing this right now is unreal yeah i did not i mean i knew it'd be i I thought it would be like you know successful well received whatever good good player base but i didn't expect this well yeah. yeah my steam's friend friends list basically went from Filled with Hogwarts Legacy to filled with Sons of the Forest. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And this was also, you know, released right right, uh, alongside that uh, Destiny 2 expansion, Lightfall, which that has just bombed. That's unfortunate. Everyone that I've... I I was wanting to talk to Jacob about it because I knew he's a big Destiny 2 player. Uh, He loves Destiny. He was really excited for it. But the reviews for it are terrible. Uh, The, you know, the general campaign story for it is apparently awful. Uh, man, I mean, this one, this is not well received. <laughs> oh yeah, Zach, that reminds me when you when you had sent that message saying we were gonna play Wolong. Yeah, I looked at the Steam page for it and I was like, this might be a rough experience because at the when I first looked at it, it had like I think like sixteen hundred reviews, overwhelmingly negative. Oh no! I wonder why? Did you read the reviews? PC PC optimization oh. and controls. Okay. I, I started reading. So it's not good for PC. Yeah, then. I st- it's a horrible PC port. Apparently, ah, uh, that's unfortunate. Or not not horrible, but it's not up to par with what people would, are expecting. Yeah, for, for a PC. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. But yeah, the, I I did want to mention that, and I forgot about it until you. Okay. You said something. I'm glad, I'm glad you threw that in there. Good uh, for the weekly wrap up. But yeah, I've, I it's like some people it, in the reviews for it on PC. People were saying it's all like the positive reviews were like game is great. Negative reviews are about the the port. Gotcha. gotcha. 
So uh, we made, so we saved ourselves by playing consoles because I was like, the controls felt fine to me. Oh, yeah. yeah, you guys yeah. made the right play. Apparently, keyboard and mouse controls are a little rough. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, next thing we have here is apparently EA has been asking fans recently if they would like a Dead Space 2 and 3 remake after yes. the success of the first one. And obviously, every fan's just like, is that even a fucking question? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> I don't think we need it. Oh, that's a question. Just like what? What, yeah. what? what are you guys doing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, EA should have uh, read the room on that one, but whatever. Uh, apparently, the Tales of Symphonia remaster team has apologized to fans recently for the poor release. Yes. Which kudos to them on that, because from everything that I saw with it, that does seem like a pretty shit release. When when you have a a, a point where the GameCube version <laughs> runs better I mean, than this, that's bad. There's got to be points where. Like the GameCube version is still the better way to play it. Like <laughs> that's got to be just higher ups making the decision yeah. where it's like people on the team are like, it is it it's bad, yeah. and they go, they <laughs> go, it's good, release it, they, and, the, and, the, and the higher ups go, no, we're releasing it on this date, and it's like. It's going to be bad. <laughs> we need more time. Oh, it looks great. It's fine. Yeah, There'll be good. Don't worry we'll about it. We'll make our money. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing here, just a couple of uh, showcase rumors and reports I've come across is apparently Sony will launch a full PS5 showcase event prior to E3. The actual good stuff people want will be at this one. And a Starfield uh, showcase announcement should be sometime uh, in the near future. So All right. Starfield's still a thing. Yep, something to uh, just look out for. I still think Starfield is either going to... It's either going to come out like in November-ish and get a full year delay, or honestly, it's coming out next year. Like, if they if they come in this showcase, it's like, all right, it's getting pushed back to 2024. I won't be shocked at this point. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> and if that happens, it is what it is. I mean, Bethesda still has tons of leeway, so... Yeah, they do. They do. I don't know. They're kind of... People are getting a little frustrated with this. I mean, they're dragging the, their yeah. feet. Yeah, it's they're like, most definitely they're dragging getting, their it's feet. It's bad at this they, point. Yeah, it's like you you can't keep saying this date is like this date is sealed in concrete or yeah, written in yeah, concrete or something, said, and yeah. then continuous like <laughs> push it back. That's been that's happened a couple times. Yeah, you can, you can break concrete, back. so yeah, you it's know. like they keep pushing it back. It's like people are gonna get tired of it. Yeah, yeah. At, this at some point, point, people are going to be like, okay, screw Starfield. Give me Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, honestly... The problem is we know we're, we're not getting anything. We're not until Starfield's done. Until they fucking release Starfield. Honestly, at this point, like, look, if there's like legitimate issues behind Starfield, at this point, go ahead and push it back to next year. I know it's like going like, to annoy people, you know, but at this point, what the fuck ever. I mean, go play Outer Worlds. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, yeah, that's fine. Just... Fucking say that and don't keep saying we want to polish it a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Oh shit, that mean wait, that reminds me. I need to hope to see, hear something about Outer Worlds 2 this year. Yep. Yep. I never I went back and played that game recently. I didn't finish it, but I got I feel like I was getting close to the end. Outer Worlds is fun. It's a I've heard it's really good. It's good. I have a lot of problems with it, but I mean, it's, there, it's it, a it's a fun game with pl- plenty of flaws. It has <laughs> a lot of flaws, but it is entertaining it, even it is, with them. It is a fun game, despite my irritations with it. Yeah. Oh, I did see another report involving just you know games and stuff that I'm hoping to see more of. Is that uh, in terms of like games that are in the pipeline uh, for Microsoft that you should expect to see? Um, I f- I forgot the third one they said. But Starfield obviously was one. Avowed is the other one, where apparently Avowed is on good pace to release sometime. What's Avowed again? That's the Obsidian, that's the Obsidian Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the it, you know Avowed is you know while it's like their answer to like it was their answer to Elder Scrolls. It's also I can't remember the franchise, but it's it's you know based in another Obsidian Games universe. 
uh, because you know originally when a valve was like shown and I stuff, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, when a valve was shown and stuff, it's like you really gave you an Elder Scrolls vibes, like more medieval. But then there are all the reports and really confirmed reports, like there's guns in the game, and it's because it's like it's part of another Obsidian uh, franchise's universe. And whenever I said it, you knew what it was, but I just can't remember the franchise name. Because um, I, I remember whenever I said, apparently, Avowed is in this universe. You're like, really? <laughs> I just don't remember what the franchise is called. I'm trying to think what Obsidian games I've played. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but I don't know. Because I usually don't play Obsidian games. Yeah. I, I can't remember what the other franchise is called. But no, I wish I knew. I wish I remembered what the other game was that you should expect to see. But yeah, it'd be all right. Uh, but that's it for the weekly wrap up. That's it for the show here today. Uh, boys, you got anything else you want to shout out before we hit the music and get out of here? No, I think I got everything I had. Um, they showed off Jin gameplay for Tekken Eight. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yes. Yeah. Now to just see what other casts, because at this point we're just running through the cast we know. So I'm waiting to see if there's actually new characters for this right one after so many years. All right, I'm going to hit the music. We're going to get out of here. Uh, great show, great show. All right, boys, last thoughts. All right. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you've been watching this live and you're not subscribed, you should really hit that subscribe so you can join us next Saturday whenever we do this again. Um, and maybe John and me will have more Wulong Adventures. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, do everything he said and more. And uh, if you made it to the end of the show with us, thank you very much. If you're watching after the fact, Thank you for watching then. Uh, maybe you can come check us out. We stream around 6 p.m. Central Time on Saturdays. And uh, yeah, maybe uh, me and Zach will maybe have well, more Wolong Adventures. Depends on uh, how the week goes. Yeah. If they do have more Wolong Adventures, I'm very excited to hear about it. Also excited to see if I'm even going to be able to make it past the tutorial. We'll update that next week. Uh, but yeah, make sure to do everything they said, of course. Uh, like, check us out on our website, spark3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up five bucks. We appreciate that. Use the referral link down below. Pick up some Rogue Energy, uh, as well as use our referral link to pick up uh, Agent Ink Jersey. We'd appreciate that extra support. Join the Discord. Uh, follow us over at Twitter. Check out the other shows, ATFS, Animan Plus. Thank you very much. Until next time, guys, have a good one. See ya.